Welcome to the Mom and Dot 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 podcast. We're your hosts, Suzanne Kearns and Missy Stevens. We want to help you through everything that happens in the ellipses, from your professional life to your emotional health. You're a mom and so much more. Let's figure out what comes next together. Welcome to Mom and Dot Dot Dot. This week, Coach Jenny Remington is back with us to talk about habits. When we recorded an episode a couple of weeks ago with Jenny on the Strengths Finder assessment, we had so much fun that our conversation ventured beyond assessments. We ended up having a great, though brief-ish, discussion around habits that we're going to share today. The topic of habits is something that Suzanne and I talk about a lot. We both have responsibilities to our families, our friends, nonprofits we support, boards we sit on, our jobs, our hobbies turned passion projects, and ourselves. It's a lot to fit in a day. Sometimes it's a lot to fit in many, many days. Good habits go a long way in making all of it work. But here's the deal, and I don't want to speak for Suzanne, but I'm gonna, because we talk all the time every day, and habits come up just about every day. So I feel safe speaking for her. So we've both noticed that we struggle to give up some bad habits and make the good ones stick. Some of the things I'm personally working on include getting out of bed as soon as my alarm goes off. I am not a morning person. So every night I set the alarm for this magical time I'd like to wake up every day. And every morning I turn that thing off and ignore it. So I'm also trying to go to bed by 10 o'clock every night. One, so I have some time to read and relax, but two, so I can set myself up to be a morning person who gets up when her alarm goes off. I recently heard Jen Hatmaker talk about this concept of nighttime Jen and morning Jen. She was saying that nighttime Jen should be nice to morning Jen and set her up for success by doing some things that make mornings easier. So I'm trying to find my inner nighttime Missy and teach her to be nice instead of letting her act like the jerk she's been acting like. It's just so hard to turn off the TV and give up that quiet spot on the sofa by myself. Everyone goes to bed and I settle in to watch a show that only I want to watch, or I take a book and just read it in quiet. And it's hard to let that go, even though I would like to. Some other things I'm working on are cutting the junk food from my diet. I eat really healthy meals, but I blow it all apart by snacking and having cocktails and maybe eating dessert every day. It's just bad. It's things I know I shouldn't be doing, and yet here I am still doing it. I'm trying to drink more water. When it's cool outside, I'm just not as thirsty, and the day will go by and I realize I'm dehydrated. I'm also working on making it a habit to write every day, not just when I'm in the mood to write. And there's more, so much more, and we're going to delve into all of it on our longer habits-based episode. That episode is still in the works, and to that end, we need some things from you, or would love to have some things for you. So (laughs) I don't want to be too demanding, but I would love for you guys to send us some information. We have mentioned the book Atomic Habits several times on the podcast, and we're building this future episode around it. I have not read it yet. And I'm going to speak for Suzanne again and say, I don't think she's read it yet either. But she does, she has bought the book and I am buying the book and we're reading it really soon. So whether you've read it or not, here are some things that we would love to know. What is your greatest struggle when it comes to building good habits? Do you have a bad habit that you really don't feel fully ready to give up? 
for example, staying up late in your quiet house and binging Netflix or reading, even though you know you should go to bed. I'm just, I'm just saying that might be some of you. I don't know. Maybe you have bad habits that you are ready to give up. You're over it. You don't want to snack on the Valentine's Day candy in between every meal, and yet you can't seem to kick that habit. Do you have any of those? Let us know. If you have read Atomic Habits already, what concepts from the book really helped you? And finally, send us any questions you would have for a future habits-based episode. Anything you'd like to know about building habits, breaking habits, you name it. So we are going to put all of those questions out on our socials. We will also put them up on our website in the show notes to this episode. You can go to our website and leave us feedback and give us answers to those questions on. We have a comment form and a phone number, or you can just answer them right on our socials. We will post some of these questions there over the coming days. And so you could answer them there. Momandpodcast.com is our website. Again, that's mom with the and spelled out podcast.com. And with that, let's go into our habits discussion with our friend and coach, Jenny Remington. Listen to something recently that was talking about, it's, it's not about willpower. Like you don't necessarily have, will, none of us necessarily have willpower or have to have it mm-hmm. to create this change. It's just about creating the habit. So in your experience with clients who as part of their journey need to make a big, big change, how long does it take them to make that change and create that habit? Like I would like to change some things and start doing some things every day that I used to do every day. But since the pandemic, I don't, how long is it going to take me to get that back? That's such a good question. Okay. So you're not going to like it, but it's going (laughs) to end it's really going to depend. So it's going to depend on how much you want it, how mm-hmm. far away you are from it now. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's going to depend on your mindset. Right. So that's probably a whole nother, another topic, but willpower is a finite resource. If we are relying on willpower to move our bodies, to not eat sugar, to not have a glass of anything that we might have at the end of the day. If we're relying on willpower, then we are relying on decision-making again and again and again. Mm-hmm. So, um, which is tricky. Yeah. Right? It makes it, makes it really difficult. So um, what I would say is the first, the very first thing. So I can't really answer how long will it take, but I can say the first step is to get super clear on what you want and why you want it. That's okay. So if you want a healthy lifestyle, Right. For that's what most people like generally, I just want to be healthier. I want to be more active. So what does that really mean and why and what, and and like really go down into it. What will happen if you don't do this? Not in a punitive way, but you know, a lot of people, not surprising, come to me because they're ready for a big change. They come to coaching in general, not just me. Like that's somebody wouldn't pay a coach to sit still, to just be like, yeah, things are pretty good. I'd like to send you some money so I can just not do anything. That's not, people don't coach. That's not why somebody hires a coach. They hire a coach to change. So one of the very first things, you know, aside from strengths would be, you know, would be figuring out what you want and why you want it. And so if you want a healthier lifestyle, you want to move your body more, what does that mean? Why aren't you doing it? Um, And then, you know, it's not just about, holding yourself to discipline, you know, my favorite definition of discipline is remembering what you want. Mm. So you're not just like, Oh, I said I would walk 10,000 steps or I said I would 
do this. I was said I would do that. It's focusing instead on the, what you're, what you want. And then the little micro tiny habits underneath. So breaking things down to make it as easy as possible to get what you want without having to, you know, focus so much on what you're not doing. So I don't know if that answers your question, but I think habits is a fascinating topic. I know I'm scribbling all these notes, which is kind of silly because I'm probably going to listen to this episode like 10 times while I'm editing it. So I'm sure I'll have it memorized. But no, I do. I kind of want to go back to it for people who aren't going to be listening to it that many times editing. I had never, I'd had a big aha moment. I'd never thought about it, that there's this link between willpower and decision-making. Yeah. That's, that's a big light bulb because if, because if you're just done making decisions for the day, I mean, you've had to figure out all these different things. I mean, we get to that point where I'm just like, I don't even want to know, just go get anything from any restaurant. I don't even want to have to decide what I'm eating for dinner tonight. Don't make me choose. I say that to my husband a lot. It's like, don't make me choose. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're that done at the end of the day, just making basic, keeping you alive decisions and how can you expect your brain to make any more decisions that are the good ones about this willpower yeah. Yeah. thing that you're trying to achieve. Whereas if it's a habit and it's just something you do and you don't even think about it, it's just one less thing to think about. Absolutely. I mean, and there's, there's all so many great books. I know you guys um, mentioned Atomic Habits um, in a previous podcast. I really like the book um, Tiny Habits. So if you want to dig in on this, these are breaking down into the micro decisions around a habit you want to build. And it's the same thing with breaking, breaking habits, you know, a habit that you want to break. And so we, we want to take as much of the decision-making out of the process. Like at the highest level, you know, the cliff notes version is you want to make as few decisions as possible. So you want as much of the process to be on autopilot as you can get. For example, I have a, I now walk with someone every day at 6 a.m. I can guarantee you that I would not walk for three miles every morning, every weekday morning, if she wasn't standing out in front of my house. I don't have to make the decision about when and where and how far to walk. And, you know, all of that is wrapped up. I made that decision once and I committed to another person. So it just happens. And I put all my gear together. So if it's a cold day, I put on this. And if it's not, I, you know, like I put on my gear, all that's in the same place. So the, it's, it's not automatic, but it is as close to automatic as my body can get. And I now walk three miles a day at the beginning of every day, six to 7 a.m. So that's an example. I mean, that's just my one example, but I took as many of the decisions when, where, how, who out of it. And so now it, it just automatically happens. Um, mm -hmm. Not automatic, but it's close to automatic. Really, the, the thing is, like, if I, if I want to be honest with you, which I do, um, <laughs> so much of coaching is about helping people to change small habits to get themselves on the path of what they want. Mm -hmm. sometimes, sometimes they don't know what they want. That's less common. Most of the time people know what they want and can't get there because there's too many, you know, obstacles in their way. And oftentimes a lot of those obstacles can be overcome with habits, like yeah. a, a writing habit, um, how we're thinking, you know, all of, right. <laughs> all of these things are so, you know, we can get tripped up on. So, yeah. And yeah. actually, before we jump into the look, listen, learns, I want to talk about more of this 
coaching and hiring a coach and the way that you work with your clients. So it sounds like you don't have to be in the Austin area, correct, to be able to work with you. It's something that especially during COVID times that you can do virtually. So I'm, I'm guessing most coaches work like that. Yes, I think that, I don't, I don't know what the numbers were before COVID. I decided, you know, being virtual and um, seeing my clients on Zoom worked for my family. And so it enabled me to be able to grow my business. Um, so there are quite a few coaches who see, uh, who saw before COVID people virtually. Um, I think almost every coach does now. So yeah, and I've had co I've had clients on the continent of Africa and had clients in Europe. Um, so I, I think one of the benefits of this virtual world that we are all now in, um, I, I've been here doing this for a long time and it's, I, I find it's just, it's not quite the same as being in person with someone, but it is really nice. It's really nice to be able to see someone up close. You know, we often see a little closer on virtual screens than we might in real life. We might not sit face to face this close. <laughs> it's nice to be able to, you know, really take notes and dive into things. Um, so, so yeah, I love working with people this way. And I've noticed that a lot of even, you know, therapists and our doctors are now moving to telehealth. So I think it's, mm -hmm. I don't know how many people will go back to in-person, but it's certainly super helpful for us to be able to, to not stop getting the help and the resources we need. And Oh yeah. Cause I think it's such a valuable resource for people trying to meet their goals or just kind of get settled in their mind. What's, what's going on in there. Um, but we can always find so many excuses, childcare or, yeah. um, or traffic is too hard to get there. Right. So it's just nice to know that you can access this great resource, uh, coaches like you. I was about to say, I think the huge obstacle for a lot of people, whether it's perceived or real, is just the getting out of the house to do it. And when you remove that, that's one barrier gone. If you can just sit down and log on to Zoom and, you know, the, you, know you don't have to have your house clean. I would love to show you guys the other side of my closet right now. Like you can sit down, log on to Zoom, and this is what they see, and you don't have to wear pants, and you yes. can just... You know, and I, I have a client who, she was working on habits, and so we actually, long before COVID time, she put me in her ears, She we did an audio call, and she would take a one-hour walk during our coaching time. And so what a great way, you know, it, it was something that we discovered that she said she never had time for herself and she was dedicating these hours to her self-care and, but she was missing getting, you know, getting out. And so we experimented. And what was nice is through that process, we discovered that she's a real kinetic learner. Like she stuff settled into her in a different way and she got a lot out of out of that time so i think it's it's great to have any kind of help all of the things that we need to do need to fit around our lives that's never been more true for mothers than it is now um you know having you know in my house we're still doing virtual school so my my work has to fit around being the the monitor and making sure people aren't searching for memes the middle of the class. Um, so you, you don't know, have the same son or what? Uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so we all are figuring out how to make it work. And I think people are also just 
being more flexible and compassionate with each other. You know, I mean, I had a, I have a client who had her baby on her knee while we were doing our session. I offered to reschedule and she's like, this is, this is life. She won't, she won't mind. So <laughs> she's where she wants to be and I'm where I want to be. So I think, you know, we all are doing our best to make it work these days. So. That is wonderful. That's probably the perfect place to wrap things up. I just realized we're almost going on an hour. We're <laughs> we may have to divide you into two episodes. I know you might have to be a two episoder, and I I could go on for another hour just talking about habits. I would love to. I would love to. We can go on and on, but we'll re, yeah we'll schedule something because I feel like there's a lot to talk about. You've said so many things that I'm like, oh, I want to do a whole episode on that. Well, so because of that, we may have to do a little shorter version of Look, Listen, Learn. Uh, just pick, I guess, pick a favorite one yeah. <laughs> so we can make sure. Yeah. yeah, the whole idea is the podcast is for busy moms. So we try to make it, you know, we've been trying to make it about a 30 minute episode. And so far, I don't think we've gotten it below 45 because no. we like to chat. We don't get to talk very often. So when we do, <laughs> you can't stop us. So. Yeah, well, maybe we can, maybe it's strengths in one and habits in the other. Yeah, we could fill up the whole week. Maybe that's what we'll do. We'll just do a whole week of Jenna. <laughs> so funny. So what have you been look, listening and learning? Or just pick one, like you oh, said, one thing. Well, we, we looked at, we watched last night, The Truman Show. Had you never seen it? I had seen it. Oh, okay. You know, we've been watching WandaVision. And I keep on saying, this is like, this seems really familiar to The Truman Show. And then... The kids are like, well, it's Truman Show, that's old. So we, we watched the preview a couple weeks ago and they're like, oh, okay, I think we could watch that. So we finally watched it. And it was so funny because afterwards, my son who's 11 looked at me, he's like, you know what? I Googled my name yesterday to make sure that you guys aren't just doing a TV show about me. <laughs> he, thought, he thought maybe he was the next Truman. <laughs> Was he disappointed? I think he kind of was. <laughs> I think he kind of was. Like, oh, these people are not actors. This is really who they no, are. This is just <laughs> your real life, kid. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe that's why he thought, oh, yeah, he had a, a, he was practicing an essay for a school admissions test. And the question was to write about a time you've been happy. Yeah. And he is my, like, Enneagram seven, is it the seven that's the real happy-go-lucky, yep. like just sunshine and rainbows. everything's good and happy, whatever. And he just looked at me and he's like, I can't remember a time I was happy. <laughs> <laughs> and he said it very dramatic, like as in a, a silly way. But I think, I think in his joke, it was partially, partially true because, you know, when you're 11 and you've spent 10% of your life stuck uh -huh. indoors with your family, that's... That's got to mess with your mind a little bit. You just messed with mine by putting a percentage around it. I know. So, and you're, yeah, like, I can't blame him for wishing he was on the Truman Show as an excuse for why he can't leave anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why, he, maybe there isn't a pandemic. My parents are just trapping me here for my airing of my show. That's all we need is another conspiracy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, it's the Truman conspiracy. Our, our kids are going to be like, it's only big hoax. My parents keep me home. <laughs> it's because I have to be here for my show. <laughs> but I do think if they thought that, at least my, they might be more 
pleased with the whole situation. I'm going to go out and make mine watch it and be like, that's the deal. We're on a show too. Yeah. We're just, we're locked down on the studio. Sorry, kid. Yeah. Maybe they would behave a little better if they knew they were on camera. <laughs> right. Right. You're also being filmed 24 seven. What about you? Um, I have been reading Evie Drake starts over. Have you either of you read that? I've never even heard of it. So I had, I can't believe I hadn't heard of it. Somehow I missed it. It's by Linda Holmes, who is, she has a podcast. I don't know if anybody listens, either of you listen to pop culture happy hour. I need um, to. So it's super fun. It's usually fairly short, but it's a round table of several people and they delve into either a topic or a film or just something pop culture-y. And I love it. It's a great podcast. So I don't know how I missed that she wrote a book. I, I don't know. So she did she only talk about it in one episode and I missed that episode? I don't know. And then a friend of mine passed the book on to me and it's just, it's fun. It's light, but it's not fluffy, if that makes sense. Uh -huh. like, it's a great book with great characters. And so- So it's I, fiction. It's, it's fiction. Okay. And it was one of those books that you think, oh, I just want to go. I just want to go be in that world for a little while. It's set in Maine, which is my dream. And so I just me want to go be too. there. Tried to get an island for my birthday and it didn't happen. <laughs> oh, for our anniversary, actually. I think I asked for the island for my anniversary. <laughs> it's good to I ask didn't get one. <laughs> what about you, Jenny? What do you look listening, learning? Well, it's such a good question. I like was like, oh my gosh, I love this question. So I guess if I have to pick one, I'll pick listen. So one of my clients has made, mentioned a few times in our calls, the Hidden Brain podcast. It's one of the NPR. It's so good. And so I'm brand new to it, but they have one on habits that you guys might um, really like. Um, anyway, it's, it's wonderful. And I like it's really good storytelling and it's told mm -hmm. a lot like how NPR stories are told anyway, yeah. but I'm just finding it fascinating. So I'm slowly catching up. It is. It's a great one. I love that one. And that's what I was referencing when I said I heard something about willpower. Uh -huh. It was that episode. Oh, okay. We're going to have to link to that in the show notes. Yeah. It's fantastic episode. And was also, I was kind of like, oh, like. I know. Bummer, right? Yeah. <laughs> It was sort of fishing for you to have a different answer, <laughs> for you to be like, oh, here's how you can build a habit. <laughs> no, you had the same answer. <laughs> we want shortcuts here. Yeah. There are some shortcuts, but not there. Not there. Okay. It's official. Yeah. <laughs> Going to have to do the work. <laughs> That's okay. That's what we're here for. That's what the whole podcast is about, doing the work. So I think we're good. Is there anything we didn't cover that we can't cover next time? Can you stay till eight? <laughs> Thanks for inviting me. And I love, I love geeking out on all these kinds of topics. I mean, personal growth is like my jam. So anytime <laughs> you guys want to, um, you know, talk about it, I'd love to love to be a resource for you guys. So Yay. Oh, that's awesome. And so what is the best way for people to find you on the yeah. internet, whether they want to just learn more about you or maybe get on your schedule for some coaching? Well, thanks for asking. Yeah. So um, they can find me at jennyremington.com. So there's um, all information about my, uh, I have a self-care group. I do private coaching and I actually have information about a strengths workshop. So if they're interested in bringing strengths to their team, then um, they can find some information out there. Wonderful. And that's Jenny with a Y. Yes. Jenny with a Y. There are quite a lot of ways to spell Jenny these days. So it's <laughs> Jenny Remington. So with a Y and only one M. 
And we'll have links to it in the show notes too for people who don't want to have to spell today. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Jenny. Thank you guys. That was fun. All right. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us for the mom and dot, dot, dot podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show today. And if you know someone else who could benefit from today's episode, be sure to share it with them. Also, please subscribe and rate us wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find links to all the things we discussed today in the show notes over at our website, momandpodcast.com with the A-N-D spelled out. In between shows, you can find us at the socials, including our private mom and community Facebook group. You can find links to the group, all of our socials, and our questions and comments section over at our website, momandpodcast.com. Thank you so much for your support. We appreciate you so much. Now go out there and make your ellipses count.